Hello, this is Keeper Chad with a special report. So this segment you're about to hear was originally part of one of our episodes, but we shifted some things around lately and decided to release this as a standalone instead. Most of this is about my visit to 1D4Con in Winchester, Virginia at the end of April. And then at the end, I talk a little bit more about a couple of other games I've been playing lately. So it's all kind of disjointed, but we're hoping you'll enjoy some extra content to simmer in your brain pans. Okay, so I had a great time at 1D4Con. Uh, second year, fantastic. They did a great job. No, nothing went kerflui, and they had, I think, almost double the attendance of last year. So it's going really well. Yay. They raised a lot of money, hundreds of dollars. I forget what it is, but they raised some money for charity. Nice. Um, so that's really impressive. And yeah, so I got to play some D and D next. I'm kind of not going to talk about that much <laughs> because it's not a D and D podcast. But um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I was in the Greyhawk Reborn setting. I got to shoot a crossbow bolt at a scum sucking fey chicken rider. So can't complain <laughs> that sounds fantastic uh, i can't imagine how the system was but that alone that one that one little instance there was almost worth the entire con yeah scum sucking chicken riders yeah that that's evocative it was awesome. it was that's gonna be good. in my next dreamlands game by the way it's pretty disturbing too <laughs> chicken riders they had little saddles it's weird um no it was a great adventure uh the mechanics seem like a, a return to For- earlier versions so were they a giant chickens or, or no? They, well, they're fae. They're they're uh, fairies, like like uh, winged little fairies that are on that are regular saddled size chick- chicken. They stole some okay. chickens and saddled. I them just up. I just wanted to be clear. Uh, yeah, I, thank no, you. Go ahead. normal chickens, and the chickens all had names because they were stolen from a uh, halfling town. So it was a good adventure, but. Uh, Moving on, um, I played something, guys, if we find this at Gen Con and can get into a game together, this thing called Artemis, which is a, uh, a spaceship bridge simulator where everyone plays a different position. You have the communications, science, engineering, weapons, helm, and you have a captain who doesn't even have their own interface. And the captain's actually, because they have to, it, it, you have to rely on the other people. Yeah. Everyone oh, has to rely on... Cool. Yeah, so you have, like, the weapons person has to rely on the the helm to do the aiming, and the science is science officer is scanning for different headings, and so they have to tell the, the bearings to the helmsman. The engineering has to divert energy between shields and weapons. It's really, really, it's like a cross between a LARP and a, and a video game. That's really interesting, though. That was, you know, you could do that on... Uh could we do that remote? We might be able to. I it, basically you usually set up a LAN and play it kind of you know that way. But I think there's a way to do it. And I asked the guys who are organizing it. it. It is if we could. It it is incredibly compelling. I mean, it feels very much like the bridge of a starship. It's very cool. That's so, so awesome. I had so much fun with that. I played it. I don't know four times in a single day. <gasps> about like 40-minute sessions that they were running. Oh, and I just, wow. I just kept coming back. I was like, I want to play a different position. And, you know, people are getting into the role play. The captain is shouting out orders. They don't even have any controls. All they can do is tell people they can see a, a, a heads-up display so they can see where we're going and everything. But they're like, all right, we want to go to sector uh, 2, you know, 2A, science, give me scans on 2A. You know, it's so fun. It's so, so fun. 
hugely, hugely amazing. I was really surprised. I like video games, but you know, this was such a an integration of role play and video game. That's it was awesome. Totally Star Trek. You know, pushed all those buttons. Um, so shout out to Jacob Thierry, Thierry, I think, uh, and Karen and Brian Pennington for running that and doing such a great job. So much enthusiasm at that at that game. Um, later, I played a very dark and depressing game called Witch the Road to Lindisfarne. Very heavy game about 14th century knights and scoundrels escorting a woman who's a woman who's been accused of witchcraft on the way to being burned at the stake for devilry. <laughs> it's really nice. yeah, it's intense though, man. There's no like casting spells or any kind of fantasy stuff. It's all improvised dialogue with little personal bits of background that leak out from your character, and so people start to learn about each other and and their faults and. So here you are accusing a witch, and everyone's got their own issue. And the witch starts to learn these things through conversation and uses them to say, well, who are you to, to accuse me? It's just intense. And at the end, you have to either you know, decide that you're going to go along with the plan to have her burn at the stake or not. So you sort of vote, and it's a very dramatic, very dramatic, heavy moment. Um, got to play about an hour of Trail of Cthulhu with James from the 1D forecast, which was great. I wish it could have been more, but I had to leave uh, to get back to, to DC. But I had a lot of fun. I played a little Murder of Thomas Bell. Um, the one thing I've got to tell you is on, I think it was Sunday morning, I sat down to a game with some friends. Um, I'll call the Keeper Keeper James, because I don't know about his name uh, being public, but he said, hey, I want to play Fate Accelerated with you. I heard you mentioned it on the podcast. And I was like, sign me up. We had three players and sat down. Fate's really an interesting system. We had a good time with it. But the, the amazing thing is we're, we're going along and we're, we're playing in D.C. And all of us are familiar with that area. Um, all of the players were actually from that area. And so it was really fun to have a, a familiar setting. It was in modern times. There's a cult, uh, which was also a callback to you know, some of the conversations we've had about cults on the show he intentionally made it a cult investigation. And so we're investigating this cult. They've done a little ritual out on a golf course. We come back. Um, turns out we go to this this place, this underground uh, place in an abandoned insane asylum. And we go in, and it's like, oh, man, these, these teenagers are involved in this cult. And we, we walk into a room, and all the teenagers are dead. They're on the ground. Completely drained of blood. Hmm, interesting. Uh, no clues around. And one of the players gets grabbed, snatched out of the air by this invisible force, drained of blood in front of us, and, and blood starts to fill this mass of tentacles and mouths, and he's got a star vampire right there in the thing, and I just I, I didn't get it, I didn't catch on until the very, very last minute, I was like oh my god, I can't believe, and he did the exact thing that we outlined in our podcast about right. about the movement and making it slower and giving a chance to run away or choose to fight it it was just right. totally... Ooh. Our ideas made real in a, a game session, and I had such a blast with that. And, and, it, really, and it worked well. It really worked well, even in Fate. It, it was it, it worked really, really well. It um, basically, cool. yeah, uh, really, really cool system, guys. We got to try this Fate Acce either Fate Accelerated or um, 
the the pure you know the full on fate yeah, fate core fate accelerator is interesting it does it well it changes the skills from a skills based system to a more generic um, system where you have approaches like you're either handling things in a clever way or handling things in a uh, quick way or you know those kind of adjective approaches instead of I'm using my hacking skill or I'm using my library skill mm -hmm. I actually kind of think it works better I haven't played full-on fate but I think that the generic approach might work better for improvisational play jury's out on that but it's it's a really good system and I'm looking forward to that Lovecraft version coming out awesome very cool and I just love that you got uh, to play in a scenario based around a bunch of the stuff we've been talking about lately. That, and they ac he actually caught you like by surprise with it. Yeah, I, well, I that's fantastic. I know I didn't expect it to be mirrored right back. I mean, did he face. know? Did he know about the previous episode, or did he just happen to have the same ideas? No, no, no. Or? He's he's a big fan, and he approached okay, me I was just and said, sure. "Hey, I heard you talk about Fate Accelerated." I'd love to, you know, I'd love to run this thing for you. And he had it all worked out. He's actually sent me an outline in, uh, of the scenario, and it's it's very very cool. So he had concocted this, hoping that he would find me. I think <laughs> that's messed up, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, use our own ideas against us. It was amazing. So awesome. I had a great time. Yeah, I had a great time. And this, you know. Again, Artemis, I, I, I'm totally I'm obsessed with this. I, I I'm looking it. at the uh, the manual right now. It's, it's okay. really crazy. You did? Did you download the thing? Or I downloaded a demo that didn't work on my, my computer my. for some reason, which is supposed to be not a good sign. But um, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to contact the guys. They gave me their card. I, I was, I have to say, pretty loud and enthusiastic during the whole thing and became a little bit of a fixture during the middle of the day on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm that's bad. <laughs> I'm shouting out, you know, bearing four zero niner. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's what I want to see. We really have got to try this, just as a team building operation. That's what absolutely that's what we'll, right. What says team building skills. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take different turns at different positions, and I'll be the comms man once, just so I can have everything fail utterly. Dude, you'd be great at comms because the whole thing about comms is you have your own. Everyone has their own little mini tasks that they're that they're doing on top of the collaborative tasks, and the mini task of comms is basically insulting the the captains of the ships that you're firing on to see if you, <laughs> <laughs> see if you can get them to surrender. <laughs> oh, it's so great! And you have to talk to the science officer. The science officer will scan a ship, and they'll be like, "Oh, well, he has a." Uh, you know, a weakness in his ego for, you know, if you insult his ship, he is is kind of sensitive about that. And so <laughs> and they say out loud, insult, insult the ship, insult the ship, and the comms go. Insult the ship. <laughs> we'll have to try that. We'll have to give it a shot. We'd love it. Somehow. I don't know how we'll do it, but we'll figure it out. I do see, I do see that you can have a server that'll, that'll host up to 36 individuals in Artemis, so, or six bridge crews. Hey, okay. So we might be able to figure out something there. For remote, yeah. Yeah, for remote. And it looks like you should be able to connect up remote. Um, theoretically.
And let's see, I've been playtesting a game that Jason Morningstar wrote based on the Apocalypse World Engine where you play female Russian fighter pilots in early World War II, speaking of bleak. <laughs> uh, that's called Night Witches, and it's, it's not even out yet, but it's based on a true these uh, people called Night Witches who were the Russian fighter pilots, and they were called Night Witches by the Germans who thought that they had superpowers because um, they were so sneaky and scary. Play in Tremulous uh, with the Skype of Cthulhu crew. That's also based on Apocalypse World. And that has been a huge blast. Keeper chat again. That's it for the previously recorded segment. It ends kind of abruptly there, and I didn't end up talking much more about Tremulous. But I wanted to mention that the game was recorded, and there were three sessions. So those will come out as actual plays. But it's also going to be part of our Arkham Asylum series where we talk about what happens during game sessions. And in this case, we're going to talk a little bit about the different mechanics and how they play out during the game. So stay tuned for that, and thanks for listening. (laughs) 